the minimal amount of internet I get. Oh, so. yeah. I, is, uh, do you only have, like, one option for ISP? There is only one company in this area. They have a nice little monopoly. Oh, yeah. Is that, is that a monopoly? I don't know. Yeah, well, I, I mean, used to, localized I at least, yeah, definitely. Localized it's, it's monopoly, same. yeah. Like th In this, it might even be the whole county, but at least the city that I'm in. It's just yeah. it's just one. And I won't mention the company because uh you know I don't wanna get in, you know, get on the wrong end of the spectrum here, but um, <laughs> I think I, I think I get what you're getting at. We'll we'll cut that joke out. <laughs> cut it out of the post. <laughs> we'll no, I, I appreciate it. My uh, one of my one of my roommates from tech, uh he's had plenty of experiences, shall we say, with that uh, nondescript company that you were mentioning, and uh, yeah. it, it it's bad. Like I've never heard of one that's worse, frankly. This is the experience podcast with me and someone else. I am the someone else again. <laughs> We got Chase here. He's back. Um, been a couple months, right? Yeah. I think so. I got a. Honestly, I'm losing track of time a little bit. So. I don't know. I don't know what day it is. It's Thursday or is it felt like yesterday. It felt like Saturday. So I don't. I was like, oh, tomorrow's Sunday. No, I don't think so. Um, I will apologize to the listeners. Past week we did not have an episode due to uh, scheduling conflicts. We'll call it. But we'll be back to weekly. Hopefully, hopefully we won't have to miss anymore. But uh, busy times, you know, people get busy. Chase, what have you been up to? Why, why have you been so busy? Uh, just work, uh, traveling in between parts of my job. And uh, uh, other than that, you know, not really been all that busy. It's just uh, oh. another month. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Closing in on summer. Uh, it's almost 40 degrees here, so we're uh, oh yeah, it's, it's already it's already hot down here in Georgia. <laughs> we're trending up to it's 40 degrees right now. It's hot. We're at, we're at summer, right? Um, and tonight, and you know, if, if you want to talk about the draft, we're recording right now, right actually right in the middle of, of middle the of the first, first round. round. Yeah. Um, if, if that's something you want to cover, or if you had something else you wanted to talk about. Uh, I mean, I don't know. The, the draft is, uh, there's so much there's so much content leading up to the draft, if you're really into that. it's. Uh, I feel like everyone just consumes so much of the draft before it actually happens, and then it's like, oh, this is what actually happened. All right, next up, <laughs> next, next thing to be afraid of, or next thing to be assessed with. Yeah, so I was talking to someone who doesn't really follow sports at all, right? So mm -hmm. I guess someone mentioned in passing to him at work today, like, hey, the draft's tonight. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. First of all, he, doesn't, he didn't know what sport it was. <laughs> he's like, oh, there's <laughs> some draft. So he Googles draft, and he, you know, he calls me over. He's like, what are all this? What's a mock draft? Like, what does that even mean? Do they pretend to have the draft? And I was like, no, no, no. So it's like a media person, you know, who goes in and, you know, predicts which pack. And he's like, that's stupid. I'm like, yeah, you know, it kind of is stupid. He's yeah, like, why is, would people look a... at that? And I'm like, 
well, well, you know, you pretend you're a fan of a team and, you know, you want to know who you're going to. He's like, no, oh, this is all stupid. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, the that, whole that's draft. Worse, though. It's a multi-million dollar entity every year is the mock draft uh, complex or whatever you call it. That's what I was telling him. I was like, it's the best clickbaity headline, you know, headlines yeah. and all that. Everyone clicks on them. They get plenty of content out of it because you can do one every day and you can be completely wrong, but no one cares. You just... Your forecast accuracy is even worse than the weather, and everyone praises you for it. Hey, you got yeah. you got 15% of it correct. You must be a genius. And, <laughs> this is not disparity. You know, obviously, companies got to do what they have to do. And, and there are mock drafters that are uh, certainly more accurate than others and put in the research. It's just funny to explain the idea of, uh, of the whole, like you said, the whole build-up and the lead-up to... Really, something that's kind of weird, right? It's like you're drafting people to their jobs, but like, yeah, no other organization in the country has people coming right out of college into like a pool where you get selected by the companies in order, you know, in some weird, you know, structuralized order um, where you don't get to choose where you go. Where you go to work. So. Yeah, no, it's uh, if you're if you play ball well enough, though, that's what gets you into uh, this weird system we've constructed. And apparently, people are you know, it sells people on the idea of hope. So, hmm, my franchise has a five percent chance of getting better this year. I'm gonna, it's basically a, a long, drawn-out pregame. You know, months in advance. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I like how Goodell just embraces the booze now. He's full on like, yeah, I'm gonna get booed. And, uh, this is a heel program every, now. I'm just leaning into it. Yeah, I mean, oh, 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 like now he's like, look, I got some. He's always like, look, I got some people with me. I got Darren Waller. Darren Waller's like, yeah, I'm I'm on the stage. What are we doing? Yeah, and, and, I, I don't even think. They they had a, a minute ago, they had uh, this weird advertisement thing going on. They got Tony Gonzalez up there doing, talking to Austin Eckler about, like, they were, they were it's like they were cutting a promo on a game that was happening to begin the season or something, which is weird because don't you know what's going to happen anyway? Like, guys, we're going to get you hyped, like, five months before the season starting. So long. So far in advance. But you know they got to space it out. They got they got money. Oh yeah, it, yeah. Makes, it makes a lot of money. It's incredible how much money they spend. Like just watch it. Like all these people are in this. You know, you're in a huge conference center. They said there's like what a hundred thousand fans there, or whatever. Do you have to pay to go? Because I know like they give, like all the people that are there are season ticket holders, right? I I, I guess I actually don't know enough about it, but I would assume. He, I well, I heard good. I'll say we got all our season ticket holders here, and and you know, he's basically pointing to everyone, like all the you know, all the people that you see on the whatever in the crowd. Like I think that's the thing. I don't know if they pay to go. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like yeah, you have to pay to go, or or they they do it as a nice thing. I don't know. Feels like yeah. a lot to go. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not and, sure. Uh, especially uh, for traveling. 
what's great is like if if you go there, you're you know big diehard fan. You travel to wherever the draft is that year, and then your team trades out of the first round. <laughs> <laughs> you never see a pick. Like a Seahawks fan. Some, they, well, they drafted this year, but usually they trade out of the first round. Usually they take some obscure player nobody ever heard of in the first round. Yeah, yeah, as like a linebacker, running back. Um, okay. Anything else on uh, the draft? I guess. No, it's I don't know. It's it's the annual uh, overblown, overhyped experience. I just at this point I follow it just to have fun with friends when that comes on. But it's like. Yeah, wow. it, it, it sounds like we're poo-pooing the draft, but it is a fun experience, you know, if you just oh yeah, yeah. don't take it too seriously and you don't, you know, stress yourself out. I mean, depending on what kind of fan you are and all that, but... That and it, it is fun. Just fun. Like, it, it is fun to see the handful of picks, especially in the first round, that you just know are bad immediately. And you, you just gotta, you just marvel at a multi-million dollar... Uh, you know, company with like any of these NFL teams are basically the equivalent of a multi-million dollar company blundering capital away for everyone to gawk at. It's, it's an, it's a spectacle when you just see, Oh my God, they just drafted a third round quarterback at five overall. And then three years later, uh, everyone's getting fired. It's like, Oh, well wonder, wonder who could have seen that one coming. It's uh, it, it, yeah. I mean, and they have so many people, well, for the most part, with the exception of, like, the Bengals. You know, these are huge departments. they got tons of people working for them, and they still find ways to do that. Um, I lost my train. I thought I was going to say something else, but lost it. Um, I'll get it eventually. Yeah, it's uh, – wow, what was it? Uh, something about the draft. Say just say something. Just say uh, it'll come to me. Company, multi-million dollar <laughs> blunder. I don't know. Daniel Jones, what? Oh, like I was gonna say. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say, uh, like trades are always fun, right? Like trade ups and trade downs. Just to see, yeah. like, who are they trading up for and all that. Yeah, there's a whole, there's a whole. Uh, trades. Yeah, there's a whole lot of research around. Uh, I think, like, the most interesting thing about the draft, honestly, is, like, the research that goes into it, seeing it's just, like, a giant gamble. It's like a gambling market, and you're figuring out what's the value you're giving up in terms of nothing tangible, but literally just you're giving up probability for other probability is basically what you're giving up. It's like no other market I've seen works like that. I mean, you're also giving up money, Right, just because of surplus value and how much you're paying players yeah, on rookie deals and contracts and sort of that sort of thing too. So there is a money, there's a yeah. financial aspect, but yeah, a lot of it's like, yeah, you're trading probabilities, right? Like that's it for the most part. Yeah. And like, there's so much research that trading up is bad, and teams still do it, but again, it's that's the fun of it. Mm-hmm. Trading up for a non-quarterback. Yep. We just had like three trade ups in a row, right? Yeah, yeah. I was the I was watching it a little bit earlier before I hopped on, and uh, the Saints had traded up. They gave it like they yeah, traded. The 
one of their picks into the first, like they traded a couple picks to get into the first round again, and then they traded up again from that pick to take a wide receiver. They ended up like trading three picks for one wide receiver, which is like just just wait like four picks or however long it was, just take the guy who falls to you. <laughs> so. Yeah. Which and they they didn't even take the first wide receiver in the draft too. They took the third one. Yeah. So they traded up for the third, their third, I guess, well, maybe they thought he was the best, but still. The, yeah. The NFL overall, let's say, thought was the third best wide receiver. Um, yeah, and then the Lions traded up, way up, from 32 all the way to 12 to take another, to take a wide receiver. Uh, which, oh, I missed that one. Yeah, I guess they did. They just traded up for James Williams. Um, and then the Eagles traded up only a few spots. You know, Howie Roseman usually does a pretty good job at that, at uh, draft pick value and that sort of stuff. He's the one that traded with the Saints. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, a bit of a run on wide receivers, which makes sense, right, just given the, the state of the NFL. It's a passing league, that sort of yep. thing. It's, it's um, I guess, you know, you could make a case it's the second or third most premium position in the league, right? Maybe edge rusher or left tackle. Yeah, yeah and you had, uh, and this year you had uh, two corners in the top five, one right after another. It just shows you, like, I think people yeah. are looking at that uh, Chiefs-Bills game, the playoffs last year. They're like, oh, my God, how in the world do we stop this? <laughs> we don't have any of this. It's funny looking at that, and then you got, like, the Seahawks who want to do their own thing and the Patriots who are, you know, those, those sort of teams are, are even, even with the Colts to an extent, are just look like they are playing in a different era compared to that. Yeah, I, I wonder if just in the future that's, there's going to be, like, um, room for a team to do that and, and really win because, the, like, if, you, if the league adopts a certain meta, like, you know, the passing game as, as a meta, and you are able to exploit, you know, the, the traditional stuff, you know, running, um, being good enough at the pass or whatever, that, that actually gives you an edge. But thus far, I mean, the value you just get by passing is so much higher than even the best running teams that there's there's no point. Yeah. It's nice you to know, have. Like, but... I, I think we already saw this, though, last year. Like, wasn't that what the Patriots were? Or they tried to be, really? Yeah, yeah. Um, but also, I mean, the Patriots were only a playoff team because they had a pretty – good rookie quarterback all things considered and they had a good enough passing game so i even then yeah. like no yeah but but they were the what the second heaviest run second run heaviest team in the league i think yeah probably yeah. them and Just, probably the colts I, I, i'm 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 spinning not around them or maybe the papers I, I don't remember exactly but the, but you know whatever they were one of the most run heavy teams in neutral situations last year so um, and, and they made the playoffs. Yeah, and like you mentioned, the Colts also high on, on run heavy. And, and to an extent, you, you know, both teams may be protecting their quarterback, right? Their quarterbacks for, for different reasons, obviously. One for inexperience and the other for uh, maybe too much experience. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I, I, my point, I guess, is like we already kind of saw this, like a, like teams trying to take advantage of 
perhaps an inefficiency in I don't think it works. Or at least it doesn't work right now. Yeah, I think there's there's too much variety still in the league that you know you you have because you have to be like one of a handful of teams that's good enough at it to exploit like a near universal weakness in every other team. And I think the only team that's come close to doing that is like the 49ers because they run kind of a this unique uh, run scheme offense. But even then, like the years that they've not had Jimmy be at least average, they've gone nowhere. So, you know, you're right. Yeah, I, I just they, don't... They... Their rushing offense, really, like it's it looks cool, it's stylistic, but you know they they don't really they've been kind of like above average in rushing the during the Kyle Shanahan era. Like what's made them great, surprisingly, has been Garoppolo. You know when he's yeah, healthy, I, has been effective for the team. I think he's yeah, I think he's underrated. Um, I mean he's never like Jimmy's never going to be this top ten. You know, in, in this era of, yeah, of that's not what I'm saying, aliens but. playing quarterback, they're never he's never going to be top 10, but he's going to be – like, he fits their scheme really well. He's really good on third down, which Kyle – I mean, he always is going to get in those third down situations because he's going to run more on early downs. So, I mean – and that's kind of, you know, when, when you have a quarterback, you, you recognize his skill set, and, yeah, he could certainly do better. And I'm trying to do that with Trey Lance, but – you know, I think there's certain value to having a guy who's just going to be consistent and who's going to give you the those value plays in crunch time, um, and that's what Jimmy's done. So, little a little underrated at this point, I think. Yeah, and then we'll see what TV plays for this year too. I think it'd be hilarious if he's the plays for the Four Niners the whole year. <laughs> Back, yeah, it's like, sorry, nobody wanted me. I'm... Coming back for another year. <laughs> Three first-round picks for Trey Lance. Um, okay, anything else? Um, Texans took a guard because, you know, of course they did. Um, we, we also, if you don't want to, you know, belabor football, because God knows every time I'm on, all we do is football. But, uh, you know, we, we can do whatever. I, I'm happy to do it. Yeah, whatever. what do you got? What do you got? Kyle Wright, is he good? Who? <laughs> a Braves baseball pitcher. Oh, sorry. I'm. I should clarify. The only sport I actually watch seriously is. I know. I know. That's more of a jab at Noah. I, oh, what I mentioned it? Kyle Wright on a few podcasts ago, and he's like, "No, he's terrible." I'm like, "I think he's good now." Um, <laughs> I, I, I miss that guy, anyway. man. He was. Uh, huh? He was quite a personality. Yeah. Should have. Should have. I think I asked him to come on. He was busy tonight. Uh, what's what's he doing he's now? Just, I haven't I haven't seen a lot he's of people. Doing stuff. He's he's still in Atlanta. He's doing he types on a computer all day. I'll say that. Ah, uh, so most of us at this point. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, I haven't I, honestly. I haven't seen. Um, I haven't met anybody from band and ever since I graduated. And I think you and Anuj are the only trumpets that I've kept in contact with thus far. Yeah, it can be tough, right? And uh, in a way, the podcast helps with that. You know, oh, that's good, yeah. Forcing people to, forcing people to, to talk, to, to break their their normal routine. That's the whole point, trying to break people down. Um, 
tear them to pieces. So, so what's your long-term future? You can stay in, stay in, stay in the state of Georgia. Oh God. Um, I know you love long it term. Yeah, I've, I guess I've thought of, I, I don't know. I'm not exactly sure what long-term looks like at all. Uh, I've contemplated um, at some point returning for like a PhD in physics. Uh, I would want that to be probably in my 30s. Like right now, I'm kind of set on coming up, experiencing. Yeah, God, it's it's closer than you think, isn't it? <laughs> Especially yeah. time. God, the pandemic. Like with the pandemic just going by, you just realize how fast the candle's burning a little bit. You know, which is I was scary. 20 years old last year. Like, Le- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> I, I I was 18 like two months ago, right? I, I still I like still that. vividly remember freshman year of college, and that was seven fucking years ago. At this point, like yeah. okay, it can slow down anytime. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's um That's a lifetime. Eleven years ago for freshman year of high school. High school, yeah. That, and, and I think as you get like the perception of time accelerates over like over time so when you're 20 life moves at a certain pace it was much slower when you were 15 and it's even faster when you're 25 but i, I don't know it, I, also i think part of it is got you got to live in the moment more and god it's hard to do that when you're just like terminally online or busy with jobs or whatever and when the so moment time is just, like a zoom meeting yeah god yeah yeah, there, there's a lot of value in in-person stuff. Uh, that's definitely a lesson I learned from the pandemic was you take for granted just meeting people. And, um, you know, that that's just a, a, such a critical part of human communication. Uh, not everything is ever going to be accomplished through a webcam or a, a podcast or something. <laughs> Although it, it doesn't hurt, certainly. Yeah, for, for the record, we are recording this online. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. No, no, we, we've got to we, we got to transcribe this for the telegram, you know, the the, the last in-person podcast was probably what? Yeah, like three years ago, it feels like. Um, no, I can't be right. Two years ago. Probably March 2020. Before the shutdown stuff, probably. Yeah. Well, also when I was still in Georgia. Oh yeah, I actually didn't know when you moved. Was that uh 2020 I'm assuming? That was summer 2020. Yeah, right after I graduated. Again, I guess. Yeah. Never never uh, went to that graduation. I just felt like it wasn't worth it. They they put it like on a random Friday, I guess in in December. I, that that sounds weird when I say it. They they made, it was just basically they lumped that spring 2020 graduation into the winter one. Oh yeah, and so to me, it's it feels like a random Friday. It was like you know early December, so I wouldn't have been able to make it because wasn't wasn't in the state anymore. Yeah, I for my bachelor's, I actually didn't walk because uh, I was like I was so done at that point. I'm like, ah, who cares? The bachelor's? Uh, yeah, uh, my degree. I got my degree in 2019. I was like, no, that was pre-pandemic. Yeah, that's true. You didn't before. get a choice, but uh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Speaking of which, I feel like I feel like we're gonna start referring to things kind of like BC, you know, pre-pandemic, 
post-pandemic. <laughs> you can't, yeah, I guess those both don't start with P, though. we got to find another. We'll, we'll figure that out. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure that out later. Um, figure a way to make PPE into it. Post-pandemic era. PPE. It fits. It fits. With the theme. That works. That works. Yeah, we'll figure that out. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's different, I guess, for me because I haven't, like, my job never went remote. Mm-hmm. So, in a way, it's, I guess, more normal. But in some ways, you kind of feel like you're missing out on that. Like, it's it's incredibly strange the way I, I guess I'm saying this, but, like, you feel like you're missing out on the missing out part of the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like, like, like society, never... right, yeah, like, everything is closing down, going remote, it's really? a new way of life, but you, like, you're doing never things happened, as, it, yeah. as if it never happened. Kind like, of, yeah, right? Like, I never had the, the rest of the world. Yeah, I except, like, the rest of the world doing that. Yeah, so it's it's a bit uh, jolting when you're not jolting, but uh, I guess interesting just hearing people go like, "Well, you know, we've all been online." I'm like, "We all we all haven't. Not all. Of not us. all of us. Not all people online." There's people. I think I I actually I, I this is again this is straight out of uh, me you know conjecture. I have no idea. I don't have a source on this, but I think it was something like. Only 30 to 40 percent of people were worked online, like fully online, or I guess remote, I should say. Like it wasn't even a majority. Mm-hmm. I might be wrong. Like it, it wasn't. It like but the point was it wasn't like everyone ever. So, and we don't have to get into like the socioeconomic. Uh, yeah, just. Point to bring up. So, how's your how's your remote work? You still you still, you still remote? God, so my company is weird because I we I was supposed to go back to the office. I, like, so I was hired on remote temporarily because we were still shut down. And soon after I was hired, we were supposed to go back to offices. Well, the like infrastructure of our company the people who do warehouse stuff um you know they they went back and they've been back permanently because they're on site but our like the office crew basically for my team they kind of play fast and loose with it like they some days they like to work remote a lot of times they're in meetings or they're doing a bunch of different stuff coordinating everything and so I moved up to near the Smyrna area to be close to the office. So, cause I was under the impression, you know, and so was my boss at the time we were under the impression, okay, I'll go into the office and talk with them now, however many days they were going to do it. But uh, even now, like nobody's there, like they're all, you know, they all do, uh, they're all doing their own thing. And it, it, frankly, it's, you know, kind of frustrating communicating uh, communication wise. Cause uh, there's kind of a breakdown of communication sometimes in this company. And so information gets to me later than it should. Um, and so 
you know, we're not really in, like, I work most of the time remotely, which, you know, again, it's good and bad in in a way, but I really wish I didn't, like, if if I knew that we were going to, you know, have this weird hybrid schedule or whatever moving forward, I would have just said, like, look, I'm, I'm not moving up there. That was, uh, you know, a big move to a place I was totally unfamiliar with. And, uh, I would have just like stayed in Atlanta or in my hometown in Macon and, uh, just worked remotely from there. Cause I guess I don't need to be there. <laughs> yeah. I, I do think like the hybrid model is probably the optimal model for working. Like to yeah. take, you know, doing both, right? Like you get to go in, maybe going into quote unquote, the office, like, a couple times a week. Like that's probably best for most people. But, uh, you know, as you kind of highlighted, I think the flexibility is probably. Uh, oh, it's great. Yeah. Like, most desired. Um, ideally, yeah. Like it's, you know, I can, this company's pretty lenient with, um, with, with that as long as you get work done and which I appreciate. I, I would say like, I, I have pushed to see if we can like meet once a week as a team because that would we would actually like a lot of people on my team are older, you know, in their 40s and 50s. They have kids and all kinds of stuff. So the, they're not as online as our generation, obviously. So they're not as comfortable doing like chats and, um, you know, it's just a, it's a generation gap in that regard. So I, I think there would be a lot of value in a lot of companies just like sitting down once a week at least and saying, okay, here's here's what we let's get on the same page here. And then we can work there, um, which I think we'll probably go to. And I think a lot of companies will probably go to that. I think remote work in general is here to stay. Probably the hybrid, like you said, the hybrid schedule is probably here to stay. Um, unless you're like an onsite, you know, you're doing physical labor for a company and obviously you have to be there. But exactly. a lot of these, yeah. a lot of these office jobs, you know, <sighs> most of them, you know, can be hybridized. Most of them can be done. Uh, a little of column A and B and, you know, save everybody the headaches, have some of the traffic and pollution and money and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's true. Like pollution, yeah, office space, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, and, and everything that gets associated with that construction and all that, right? Um, trap, you know, traffic. It, uh, it does, does make sense. And, you know, at least from that perspective. Uh, I guess, sorry, I got a little distracted here. There were a couple big wide receiver trades. Do you want to hear them? Oh, sure. I haven't, I haven't been paying attention, honestly. <laughs> All right. No, it's just caught. It was in the, it was in the, so Marquise Brown was traded to the really? Cardinals for the 20, for the 23rd pick. Really? And that's wow. not the craziest one. AJ a. Brown traded to the Eagles what? for a first and a third. For a first and a third. No way. This year. <laughs> oh. Okay, I mean, my yes. first thought is, what the hell are they doing? Like, what the, the Titans just, they just lost their postseason, like. Yeah, number one seed, right? I, well, you go for, oh, my God. Yeah, I, I'm not going to get, I, I'm not going to go into that. All, all I'll say about this is that is just, I fail to see how that's an intelligent move. At this at this time, Titans, Titans took Traylon Burks at that pick. Traylon Burks. That they got. Yeah, I like Traylon Burks. Um, 
All right, let's aside. Again, um, multi-million dollar companies <laughs> blundering on national television. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But, maybe uh, maybe they get lucky, and maybe maybe they yeah. they have um they have a backup plan that's like longer term that's actually working out. I don't know. Like we'll, like we'll the, see. The, you know the this is the Justin Jefferson model, right? But mm-hmm. a lot of things have to go right because like when you look at it, like Justin, like the Vikings made out on that trade. The Justin yeah, Jefferson. Yeah. Just because even even though like both Jefferson and Diggs have both been very good, again like I, I mentioned earlier, the surplus value paying Jefferson, what was he making like four million a year, and Diggs is now making over twenty. Like you know the Vikings um, made out on that, but this is a this is a pretty big bet. Basically the same bet, right? first and a third for uh, for AJ Brown. All right, so Debo Samuel, where is he going? Oh, yeah, I forgot. He's disgruntled. God, who knows? I'm kidding. All right. Uh, sorry, go back. We'll, 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 we're done with the draft. We're done, I'm done with that anymore. <laughs> what saying, else you got going yeah, on? This is, this is what you have to tell your coworker, right? It's like, how can you idiots talk about this? And then here we are, middle of a podcast. It's like gossip. But, uh, it's literally like... It's just, uh, just content, you know? Yeah. I love the content. Content machine. Um, what else, what else you got going on? Anything else you wanted to cover tonight? We're in the, uh, we're in the deep parts of the night now. It feels like. Uh, deep? <laughs> 10 o'clock? It's, it's like, it's like 10 o'clock. I don't know. It's. <laughs> oh, see, I, I, so, I mean, I, if I remember right, you're more of like oh, a, dude. uh, you go to sleep early and wake up early, right? Uh, well, now my job, I go back and forth between days and nights. Oh, God. Constantly. My condolences. So, I, <laughs> just coming off a night shift. Jesus, I'm uh, sorry. Night shift is rough. It's like I haven't found the best way to optimize transitioning back to days. Dude, I'll tell you, right. this, I've, uh, I did uh, temp work when I was younger. Um, it was nights, and I also have family who worked in healthcare, um, and she used to do exclusively night shift. And there is just a way to do it. You you, you can't can't undo your circadian rhythm enough to have that line up. Uh, it, there's it's just not natural, and it's not something can last. I, I definitely offer my condolences. Hard. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know how much longer. Like, I, I figured I'll do this job long, still young. Although, you know, as we discussed, we're now old. But um, <laughs> that 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 like, I'm, I'm okay. Too. If we went back to band and uh, talked to whoever's in the band now, the, the old thing applies now, and that just blows my mind because it was yesterday, right? And we were, what is this? We're 20 and it's uh, second year. We're calling Kuyo old. And <laughs> okay, but he's actually he's old. I saw him oh, like last kid. year, this past fall. He's he's like 45 now, right? <laughs> Ryan's like. <laughs> uh, this is, it was, he was a fifth year when we got there freshman year. I think. Yeah, yeah, like he was old when we got there. So it tells you, yeah. So. My God. I, he's he's got to be. Oh yeah, so he's probably thirty now, right? Yeah. Oh, geez, that... Close twenty nine. Yeah, maybe twenty nine. 
Wow, that's uh, that's a little existential moment there. Moment there. Yeah. Well, yeah. Start uh, taking a look at Social Security. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right, old man. It's time to uh, buy your 401k before inflation ruins it, because uh, oh, basically yeah, mine's, one's mine's foot a, in the grave. Yeah, mine's a mess this year. I don't really touch it, but. I looked at it for the first time in a while, like last week, and I was like, yeah, we're in the red. I don't think we're old enough to care, honestly. That's what I, yeah. These numbers mean so much later on, but now. I I hinted at that when I said it. It's been a while, but yeah, like I don't really look at it. Well, like since I last looked at it. So I I, I don't really. All right. Probably doing okay now. I don't know. Money goes places, you know, in, out, whatever. Numbers get moved from one Excel spreadsheet to another? Yeah. Yeah, it's all just numbers on a computer. Like, What's anything? Uh, okay. We can wrap. We're, we're in that part of the podcast. I guess we should probably wrap up soon. Um, mm-hmm. you know, unless there was something else you wanted to mention. Uh, anything, oh, no, I mean... anything you got going on in the future any big going on a trip you going uh oh god accomplishments i I think um near future i gotta figure out if i'm uh staying where i'm at uh in smyrna i'm probably moving i'm gonna figure out what my company is doing like concrete and if i'm just gonna be permanently remote i'm just gonna move away you know i'll drive up there occasionally if you need me but uh, other than that, like, I guess one thing I just want to do is, uh, in this post-pandemic world, you know, uh, definitely go out and meet more people, you know, be outside, be more active, um, you know, try, try things I've never done before. Cause that, I feel like the last couple of years, the opportunity to do that just hasn't been there. And especially like after, like after college. When that's done, you're just not, it's not as easy anymore, right? Yeah. So actually getting out and doing that. What about you? Uh, you know, gotta go to sleep more. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, meeting people's tough. I'm in like a small town. I guess kind of analogous to like a Macon, like it's it's a small town, uh, city in upstate New York and uh, basically all the people I know are from work. What's that? You're breaking up. Unless, unless I'm breaking up. But One more time. Chase? Well, uh, alright, I can't hear him. So Let's assume it's not my fault. Um, uh, thanks for listening, people. We're just getting, we'll end it there. Yeah.